Hey, this is Alo. You are sort of listening to Rings a Bell. Uh, Rings a Bell is generally a radio show, as you would know, but I'm turning it into a podcast by. I don't want to say popular demand, but just by demand. So thank you for asking for this. It it's really cool that you guys still want to listen to me talking for like thirty minutes, and then you you know like I didn't want to do this originally because I didn't want to cut the music out. I thought it was really important, but then someone told me that you could just I could I could just speak and then tell you to listen to the song and you'd go and play it and then come back to it. So as long as you follow that, I am totally fine with this happening. If you choose to just listen to me talking, well, I didn't plan for that, and it might not make sense. So that's on you. <laughs> okay. So um, yes,、uh, before I start the actual radio show segment of this whole thing,、um, I just wanna. Clarify. I know that there are a couple of mistakes, especially because this is the first episode. There are a couple of issues where it's like sound quality issues, or maybe I said the wrong word. But I wanted to leave those in because you know, for the sake of being honest and for keeping it real.、Uh, the second thing is, how the hell are you supposed to do this? What I want you to do is have this podcast playing, and then when I tell you what song is coming up, you pause it, and then you go and play the song. And then once that song's over, you come back. So I'm only going to leave like a couple of seconds of silence in between each segment, and then it's up to you whether you want to listen to the song or whether you don't want to. I highly recommend it for the full experience. Also, the thing is though, I did plan for this to be a kind of thing where you'd have the show going on in the background, having you change tasks and like switching apps every now and then is probably not going to make it easy to just leave this in the background. I'm sorry in advance.、Um, you could fix that by, you know, watching the show live. But don't worry. I understand. I understand.、Um, but yeah, whatever works for you, go and do it. I just hope that as you listen, it's somewhat interesting, gives brings something new to your day, and that you you can get bored. That's totally fine.、Uh, you can tune out. That's totally fine. But just the fact that you're even here in the first place is already enough for me. So thank you so much for choosing to listen. I hope you enjoy it. And on that note, I'm going to start Rings a Bell episode one. It is 6 p.m. in Melbourne on a Monday evening. My name is Alo, and you are finally listening to Rings a Bell on Radio Fodder. This week, well, it's the first episode, so I got to do some explaining. Hello. Thank you for tuning in, and welcome to the very first episode of Rings a Bell.、Uh, my name is Alo. I'm the host of this show,、um, but I need to start with a disclaimer. This show is not live. It's actually pre-recorded from my apartment.、Uh, you can thank COVID-19 for that. But if this show goes well, then I might continue it in semester two, and hopefully by then it'll be live. Now you're probably here because you're a really good friend, and I forced you to listen to me for a solid hour. Thank you, seriously, thank you for being here. But if you've just stumbled across this website for some reason and you've spontaneously tuned in, well, I need to make sure you don't spontaneously tune out.、Um, actually, let me know if you're listening.、Uh, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram.、Um, the handle is at Ringsabell Radio. Pretty easy.、Um, let me know. How the show's going? Tell me if it's good. Tell me if it's bad. Tell me if you love it. Tell me if you hate it. And hopefully next week's show will be even better.、Um, yeah. So this show is called Rings a Bell, 
and that's because I wanted to create a show about how music and memory are linked together, right? You know, like, did, did you get the pun? Because, you know, rings, yeah, like, like bells are musical, and like rings a bell is like an expression about memory. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna stop there. Uh, so, why did I choose to make a show about this? Well, it's kind of related to why I even chose to create a radio show in the first place. Uh, this is basically a high school dream of mine since 2014, so it took me about six years to finally get it here. And since it is a six-year story, it's a pretty long story. And it doesn't help that I'm a very rambly storyteller, um, but hopefully by the end of the show, you'll get to know me a little bit better and you'll understand why this show is a thing. But I don't want to talk for too long right now. I'll get into the music first, yeah? So since it's the first episode, I wanted to choose some songs that are about me, you know? So this very first song, I'll tell you why I chose it later, but I'm going to play the first song right now. And it is Uptown Girl by Westlife. So that was Uptown Girl by Westlife, and this is Allo. You are listening to Rings a Bell on Radio Fodder. So the reason why I picked this song to start the show is because this song is from my early childhood. This is the very first song that I remember liking. I'm pretty sure. Um, so I spent my early childhood in Singapore and I used to watch MTV after school and I'm pretty sure this was where I first discovered this song. But then I completely forgot about it. And then I moved to Sydney from primary school onwards and in year 10, some of my classmates, um, we were getting into a 2000s boy band phase for some reason. I think it's because we were still kind of hating on One Direction, but wanted to get into something similar. Uh, so they started listening to NSYNC and Backstreet Boys again, but I was still a little bit like, oh, I don't want to follow the main trend. Let me go and find something on the side. And then I remembered that Westlife used to be a thing. And rediscovering this song, just on a whim, it was so enlightening. And it also helped that um, it had heaps of key changes in it. I think that's probably my favorite part about this whole thing. It has so many key changes. And that makes me really happy because it makes my synesthesia happy. So synesthesia is this condition where your brain links two senses together, or maybe more than two. Um, it's kind of like wires crossing in your head, right? So my friend has it as well, but she links um, names and colors together. I link music and colors together. And when I say music, I mean like what key it's in. So every key, uh, major and minor, they all have different colors in my head. And when the key changes, the color changes as well. This song changes key about nine times. I actually just counted it. It's it's legit, like it's a freaking rainbow in my head and it's so, it, it's wild, I love it. Um, so actually about this whole condition, uh, the next song that I'm gonna play is the song that made me realize that I had it. Uh, this is, it's kind of unconventional, but this is I Am Australian. So that was Jeff Turner's version of I Am Australian, and it was the song that made me realize that I had synesthesia. So it wasn't this version exactly, but I couldn't find the one that was in my memory. Um, but basically, I was in year three, and in class we were listening to this song. I think the teacher was playing it for some reason. And then, you know, towards the end of the song, 
the key changes right for the last chorus you know to make it all like nice and cheesy and resolving or whatever it's you know it's satisfying it's empowering right and i just told my friends i was like hey guys did the song change color and then they all looked at me and they were like sorry what like what's wrong with you and i did not understand that memory at all and then suddenly early high school i learned about synesthesia and i realized that that was what was going on the whole time and that it's still been in my head i just never vocalized it because people told me i was weird before uh so yeah that's how i found out um now i'm going to take you to another primary school memory with the next song so this is linked to the first concert that I ever went to. Now, I went to this concert eventually in high school, but the album came out when I was in primary school. Um, and I didn't care about this artist at all, even though she was starting to get really popular on the radio. Um, it was only when my friend got me one of her albums for my birthday that I really started listening to her. And what I did was I would be in my room with the CD player and I would just play this album all the time and I just jam along to it. But my mum would not know what was going on because she would be in her living room doing work and she'd be thinking that I was sleeping. But no, I was listening to Taylor Swift the whole time. This next song is Speak Now. That was Speak Now by Taylor Swift. You are currently listening to Rings a Bell on Radio Fodder. So at this time of recording, I have realized that I'm actually running under time. I thought I would have been about halfway through by now, but I'm not. So you know what I'm going to do with the extra time? I'm going to tell you a really long story that relates the last song that I played with the song that I'm about to play. So what you just heard was Speak Now by Taylor Swift. And the reason why I chose that was not because it was just the name of the album. It's because it was genuinely my favorite album on the track. I, I really couldn't care less for mine or Back to December. Those songs were okay, but I really enjoyed a happy, cheeky song about Taylor wanting to crash a wedding and steal the groom from the bride who she thought was really posh and snobby. I just preferred that a lot more. <laughs> okay, so I went, I actually loved the album so much that I went and saw her live with my mum. That was my very first concert, it was in 2012. We unfortunately had a C reserve view and it was restricted, so we couldn't actually see the backdrop of the concert. And sometimes some of the props on stage actually blocked us from seeing her. But on the somewhat bright side, we were able to see the wings. You'd watch the dancers come in and go out, and so it was It was kind of okay. And technically, it was mainly the music that mattered, um, except that wasn't the case in the next concert, because I went and saw her again in 2013. This time it was with my high school friends and my mum, and we had better seats this time, but she did a lot more talking than speaking, so it was way less about the music this time. Anyway, Five days after that concert, I went and saw Muse, as in a rock band, as in I went from like country pop to alternative rock within a week. And it took me a lot of effort to convince my mum to let me go to both concerts in one week in one year, because of course they're both expensive. And also my mum had this bias against Muse. 
So she thought that Muse was a heavy metal band, and she thought that people who listened to them were people who drank a lot of alcohol and took drugs, and so I shouldn't be in that crowd in a concert, and she thought that the lyrics were harsh and violent. But the way I discovered Muse was because I was really obsessed with these two British YouTubers called Dan and Phil, and they mentioned Muse once in one of their videos, and so I forced myself to like them as well. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> that is how I found out about this band. And because I was so obsessed with those YouTubers and also very obsessed with this band, I was I was extremely offended when my mom told me that I could not go to the concert. So I wrote her an email essay treating her arguments as debate points and refuting each of them and then adding my own arguments on top of it. It was very extra. Granted, I was only 14 and I had nothing else to care about. But you know what? The point is, it actually worked. This email is so long. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. This email is so long that I have to scroll through to read the whole thing. And there's like paragraphs and there's bullet points and I still have to scroll. But it worked because I forwarded the email to my friends two days later and I said, Right, so apparently this email had such a good argument that my mum decided to reconsider her decision and let me go as long as I pay for my own ticket and watch an opera with her of her own choice. I was really excited so I had to like, you know, forward the email to my friends because that's how friends talk in 2013 apparently. Um, no, the real reason I sent the email was because I didn't have Facebook back then so I could only email them. Uh, so yes, I won the argument. Except I had to pay for it and I had to watch an opera with her eventually. The other thing that I didn't tell my friends was that my mum made me perform in front of her as part of the condition to let me go. This was a really big deal for me because I was very insecure about my music skills. I was way more of a listener than a performer. Also, I hated singing at the time, um, but she wanted me to play my guitar and sing in front of her and then she would let me go to both concerts and she knew that that was a big deal for me. Um, somehow I did it, but it was so worth it because this concert was so good. We had A reserve seats. I saved up about $10 a week because that was my allowance for a good 14 weeks and I made it. And then also just for the record, six years later, we did actually watch an opera together. This was last year we watched Madame Butterfly. Um, and yeah, it went really well. So the next song I'm going to play you is by Muse. I chose this song because I used to hate this song. This was a song that I knew about when it first came out, but I didn't like it at all because there was something in the chorus that sounded really weird. It sounded like cars honking and I didn't understand it. And also this, this melody didn't make any sense to me in general. But then when I forced myself and kind of Stockholm Syndrome myself into liking all of the music by Muse, I actually ended up really liking the song, and it is Undisclosed Desires. That was Undisclosed Desires by Muse, and if you've forgotten, which you probably have because that previous story was so long, you are listening to Aloe, hosting Rings a Bell on Radio Fodder. So yes, I used to hate that song. Now I love it. Like, like genuinely, I love that song. Rediscovering it gave me a totally new perspective, which is one of the themes of my show. 
and if you stay and listen for more episodes you'll find another episode dedicated to all of these songs that i used to hate but now love because something happened so i've told you about how i discovered muse and how it was related to these youtubers called dan and phil if you know anything about dan and phil you might know that in 2013 they started a radio show and they were on bbc radio one and this is the reason why I wanted to start my own radio show. I was so into them. Like, seriously, I was a diehard fan. I got up on Mondays during my school term. I got up on Mondays at 5 a.m. to live stream their radio show that was playing on Sundays at 7 p.m. back in England. And I did this every Monday. (laughs) As long as their show was running, I did this every Monday at 5 and it was visual as well, even though it was just a radio show. So listening and watching to all of this, two hours a week every Monday, it made me want to make my own because it was so fun to listen to and just really interesting. And I wasn't going to tell you this story at the beginning of the show because it was going to take way too long for me to get to the first song. So I feel like now is a better time to explain the reason behind what I'm doing. So being involved in a radio show is something that I totally could have done earlier. I actually tried to get a work experience job at a radio station. This is how dedicated I was to those damn YouTubers and also my radio show dream. But I ended up going on exchange to France, so I didn't even need to go on work experience. That France exchange story is something that I will not talk about today. That's a completely different story. You might learn about that in a couple of weeks because (laughs) there's some interesting music related to that. Uh, I also could have started this project back in my first year. I'm currently in my fourth year of uni, so I could have done this three years ago as well. But when I first applied to the station, they wanted me to apply as a presenter. I wanted to apply as a producer behind the scenes because I didn't have any ideas for a show. I couldn't think of anything. I actually couldn't think of anything until last year. So I was in the middle of listening to my friend from Sydney hosting her very first university radio show episode. She basically did what I'm doing now, right? And I enjoyed listening to it. It had a lot of like homemade vibes and it made me think like, wow, if she can do that, maybe maybe I can do it too, right? So I was so inspired to the point where I gave her feedback um, through some messages and I actually told her about the idea that I had for this show and just by luck, I was walking while texting her, so I couldn't really focus on my keyboard, so what I did was I sent a bunch of voice memos. So I'm going to play you this voice memo from the 18th of September 2019 at 8.11pm. I'm walking on the street, so there's a lot of traffic sounds, so it's a little bit hard to hear, but hopefully you can understand the idea behind Rings a Bell. Oh my gosh, okay, so for, I guess for my idea, because um, you guys said something that was really closely linked to your identity, so I was like, what can I do? Can I recommend music? No, I don't feel like my music taste is that good yet. Um, so I was like, okay, maybe I'll do something that's related to memories, because like, I fucking love Spotify, it makes heaps of playlists, so maybe I would like share a song that's linked to a memory for me, so something, a song that I would recommend and then like explain the backstory to like when I first heard it, something like that, because I can do that easily. And then it could be interactive, 
you know, like invite guests on the show to like share their songs and whatever, if that's a thing. Yeah, something like that. But I don't want to call it musical memories because that sounds way too cheesy. So I don't know what to do. <laughs> Thank goodness I didn't call it musical memories, right? <laughs> I think Rings of the Bell is it's an okay title, you know? I'm happy with it. I hope you're happy with it too. So essentially, I wanted to do something unique, but I couldn't find just one genre that I was passionate enough about to make a whole show around. So I picked the 200 plus playlists in my Spotify account that I was still passionate about to make the show instead. They're all linked to memories, they're all linked to important and also some insignificant memories, but I still find them all interesting enough and I want to share them with you guys. And hopefully, I did say interactive in that voice memo, yeah? It's a little bit difficult in this time, but hopefully we can try and make this a little bit more interactive. So if you guys would like to get involved, give me some music to play, you know, request some things, give me a good story behind it, I might do that. We'll see what we can do. Isn't that cute? <laughs> anyway, we're going to move on to the next song. Um, I've been talking about Dan and Phil a lot, and that's because they heavily influenced my music taste back in high school and that part of my music taste is still pretty active today. So it first started with Muse and how I would listen to those songs is that I'd download the mp3 files illegally and then I'd listen to them and because downloading mp3 files would take so long you'd do loads of songs all at once and then you wouldn't touch it for days right? So I was stuck with those songs and then that's how I, you know, Stockholm Syndrome myself into liking them. Eventually, I used a streaming service and it had a discover feature and I found even more indie and alt rock music. And that's how my music taste just like developed from Taylor Swift to <laughs> alt rock and indie rock. And so the next song I'm going to play for you is probably the one that just caps all of them. The one that arguably defined the genre and Tumblr back in the day. This is Do I Wanna Know by Arctic Monkeys. That was Do I Wanna Know by Arctic Monkeys and you are now listening to Allo hosting Rings a Bell on Radio Fodder. Yeah, so I was one of those kids who like thought, oh wow, oh my god, I'm so alternative, I'm so cool, but then in the end I was actually pretty basic with my music taste. This wasn't the only thing I listened to though. Um, I was also into Vampire Weekend, The Wombats, McFly, London Grammar, Young the Giant. A lot of these were from the UK because I was really into BBC Radio 1. Basically, just if, if you wonder why I like something, basically, if you trace back far enough, you'll probably find that the origin of it is Den and Phil because, you know, they sent me on a muse phase, they sent me on a radio phase, they sent me on an anglophile phase, which have sent me on my UK music phase, the list goes on. So as I told you before, I was listening to their show, their radio show, at 5am. 5am is really not a feasible time for a high school student, and these days 5am is really not a feasible time for someone who tends to sometimes sleep at 5am. So because their shows were really early in the morning, I actually started listening to other radio shows as well. I would do that while I was studying, and I got into more shows, and it kept inspiring me to really want to pursue radio, to the point where I actually considered studying at AFTERS, which is the Australian Film Television Radio School, I think that's what it stands for. 
but of course it's not a very realistic career so I went with biomedical engineering instead I still like it a little bit but this song means way more to me than just my high school music taste. It was actually a really big part of my life in 2018 and 2019. There was a couple of things that happened that made the song suddenly come back and then also completely turned the meaning for me upside down, which was not the best things, but I guess the realization of how quickly something could turn around just because of context, I found it really fascinating. And that's kind of what pushed me to get this show really going, because I think they're cool to talk about, and I just want to talk about it more and share it with you guys, and it also gives me a reason to have a show in the first place, right? So continuing this tangent of slightly moody tracks, I'm going to bring you another song that is also a slightly moody track, but it's amazing because the song is in a major key, it's in C major, but it's one of the saddest songs I've ever heard. This is Somebody Else by the 1975. So that was Somebody Else by the 1975. And this song was super angsty for me. Um, if you knew this song when it first came out, you probably would have been feeling the same way about it too. Uh, when I first properly heard this song, I was in my tutoring college. I think I was like, I think I had just come back from school. I was heading into my tutoring college and the song suddenly played and I was walking to the bathroom. And this was around the time where I was getting really anxious about this guy who I liked. And I just, you know, I was getting to that stage where you start overthinking every single interaction and you worry about all these people that they're talking to and you wonder if, you know, someone's just a little bit ahead of you this song was perfect for that mood and it kind of set me on this like super moody phase during year 12 it started with that one person and then like it led to my friends and then it led to me and then it led to like academics and you know it happens to everyone doesn't it oh, thank goodness that's over but yeah that's that's a striking memory for me with this song uh these days i'm able to just enjoy it thankfully i don't have to think about all those things anymore um, but there's a billion other songs that I could also play to you that I associate with different people in my life. But I'm going to save that for a later episode because, you know, clickbait. Anyway, okay, we're going to change languages for a little bit um, because along with indie rock and alt rock and everything, I also got into K-pop in high school. So I'm actually going to play a song that kind of marks the start of this new phase in my music taste development. It's not a title track, which is what you'd also call a main single. It's actually like the first track in an album, so it was more of a prelude in this release. Uh, this is the introduction to BTS's Hwayong uh Part 1 EP. You're currently on the Radio Photo website. You're listening to Rings a Bell, hosted by Alo. And that song that you just heard was the introduction to BTS's album Hwayong Yonghwa. So if that didn't sound like K-pop to you, that's actually exactly why I picked it. It's because this was the first song that I listened to by a K-pop artist that didn't feel like it was external or like foreign. It felt like normal music and that's kind of why I actually chose to get further into it because I was like, oh my god, there's a whole another world of music out there that is not necessarily in my language, but is just as easy to listen to and totally normal. And I'm missing out, so I'm gonna get into it. 
Let me tell you how I found the song actually. So, I heard about K pop before with everyone else, you know, like there was a song called Run Devil Run, that one came out, and then Gangnam Style came out,、um, but I didn't actually properly get into it until 2015. That's when that song came out. So, my friend, she was in my maths class, she was so obsessed with BTS, but this was before they actually blew up and got really big. This was like right before, and she wouldn't stop talking about them. So, me and this other girl next to her, we tried. I tried to ignore it for so long, but then one day during a class break, she showed us like a variety show kind of video. So basically, they were just you know doing funny stuff on TV. And out of respect and just politeness, we just watched the video with her. But it actually turned out to be so funny, even though there were subtitles, like just the way they edit the videos there is just really, really amusing.、Um, and then it was her birthday. Really soon after that, so I was like, you know what, for your birthday, I will listen to BTS for you. And I watched a video, a music video for a song called Dope. Right now, Dope isn't the song that I played before because Dope is like pure K pop. I, I wanted to play something different. So, this music video that I, wa-、uh, that I watched,、um, you know, it was pretty cool. There was some really cool choreography, some cool shots, and everything. But there was this one person who really drew me in. And he had red hair, he had a business attire kind of suit with like a black tie, and it just was really clean dance moves. And I think that was the point where I was like, oh, I get it. All right. <laughs> so if you listen to BTS, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about.、Uh, from that point on, I started to like the group, but only as personalities. And then when I heard that intro track, that was when I liked them as musicians. And from then on, I was really into the genre. So these days, I'm not as into them anymore. I'm not as obsessed, but I still listen to their music. And as someone who's been dancing for her whole life, I also learned the choreography because that's a really big part of it. And speaking of choreography, when you're at the end of the radio show now, I'm going to play you the second last track. This is called Solo Dance by Martin Jensen. So that was Solo Dance by Martin Jensen. And honestly, I cannot believe that I never heard that song on the radio. I don't know if I was living under a rock or if it actually just never played because it just sounds so perfect for radio. Like, you, do you know what I mean? So, you know, that's why I did it justice. I played it just then. And so, since I didn't find it on the radio, the time where I actually discovered the song was when my dance club used it for their production. So, in 2017, I was part of a dance production, and this was my first year of uni. So, even though this wasn't my very first dance concert, it just meant a lot to me because this was where I really made a lot of friends and had a lot of good memories with people. Even though I had been new to Melbourne because I moved from Sydney. So, this was, it was just a really nice memory, you know? And it's been a while since 2017, so I don't remember the choreography anymore. But whenever I listen to this, I, I get the buzz of performing still, and I get all these memories of, you know, all the friends who I made when, when I was in that production. Some of them I'm still friends with to this day. And as someone who dances and listens to music a lot in my spare time and who's starting to get into music performances as well, I have a lot of performance associated songs and they all come with all these different stories of, you know, like, like you feel this one way about the song before you even have the performance and then suddenly the performance happens and your mind changes and then, and then at the end of the performance, like everything is just so different again. And when you 
look at it in hindsight, it's different yet again. And I am sure that there are a lot of other people out there who have all these different stories as well. So maybe in a future episode, I might bring in a guest and we can, you know, share our stories, talk about all those things. But not every single song that I play has to be related to a certain theme or a memory or a concept, although normally it would be. Sometimes I just want to play a song that I've been really into lately. I mean, that's kind of the whole reason why I wanted to be a radio host anyway. It was mainly to share music. So for this last song, I'm just going to play you something that I've been really into recently. And um, before I do that, I just want to say you've probably been sitting with me for about an hour Maybe you were multitasking, you know, just doing something else. Maybe you went and did something else and came back for the end. Um, But regardless, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening to me. And um, if you were listening, I really mean it when I say this, okay? But please tag me on Instagram and Facebook. My handle is at Radio. The reason why I want you guys to do this is because I need to know what people think of this show I'm making it for an audience I want the audience to be happy so tell me how you feel tell me what I should do next time give me some suggestions and I'll see what I can do with them okay and before I really 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 end this show I just want to thank a couple of people who have helped me to get this show really moving so thank you so of course thank you to Radio Fodder thank you to Brian and Taha for the graphics and the background music I would not have been able to do that by myself definitely not also the little test audience that I had listen to an mp3 file of me just rambling for two minutes just to make sure that the audio quality was okay thank you to all of you and next week's show is going to be themed around songs that you've discovered through different people in your life so if you want to get involved in that if you'd like to get involved in this show in general keep an eye out on my facebook and my instagram page again at rings of radio and we'll see what we can do from there the last song i'm playing for you is a song that i just really love and it is called love again by dua lipa my name's Alo. you've been listening to rings a bell on radio fodder from mondays 6 to 7 p.m see you next week